Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. So Jeopardy looks like they're going to do a series of interim hosts. Which is basically on-air auditions, I would think. You know, they're going to look at these guys and whoever the the men or women may be and see how they do. The first guy is going to be Ken Jennings, who, if you're a Jeopardy fan, you know that name. He was the guy who won the most number of games in a row a couple of years back. Actually, it's probably more than a couple of years back now, but I think it was something like 80-some-odd games, something crazy like that. Now, does does winning a game show immediately put you in the running? No, to be, to be the, but he the was host? so outstanding. You know, right. he, he won so many in a row. And he's been kind of an ambassador for the show in, in ways since then. So he's, he's popped back on when they do the Tournament of Champions. And okay. They had All him right. against the other guy who made the most money. See, here's one of the things I liked about Alex Trebek is he seemed like an everyman. And I don't know that Ken well, Jennings feels like an everyman. Here's the thing. It's, there was, this was on a Facebook page. I saw this from Chicago somewhere, and there was a bunch of comments. And one guy said, the host shouldn't be smarter than the three contestants combined. I kind of Which, agree. There's part of that, and Ken Jennings could come off that way if he's not careful because he probably knows all the answers. I think I got the impression that Alex Trebek only knew the answers because he had, you know, looked at them beforehand, you know. So, um, and and I don't think he ever tried to fool anybody that he would have known those questions or answers. No, no, and he was never condescending in the way, like, look, some people made really stupid answers on game shows. They do it all the time. Right. And game show hosts, should all of them should be commended for not just laughing in the face of idiots. Yep. I'm just I'm looking at one of these comments. It's kind of ironic. Uh, this woman writes, uh, good choice. Still mourning the loss of Alex Trebek, such an honorable man right. and, and one of the best dressers ever. Of course, when you have a clothing store supplying the yeah. clothing, it's yeah. easy to be a good dresser. Yeah. But it yeah. says, this will be an odd transition, but I think they can do it. Such a... Interesting line these days. Odd, Sometimes odd, transitions, odd, odd transition is a transitions phrase. can be odd. Yeah, yeah. ask Caitlyn um, Jenner. Yep. But uh, here's another here's another wild comment. Uh, fantastic news. I think Alex would approve. This is the best decision ever. Is it the Be- best decision ever? Ever? <laughs> best decision ever? You mean like better than Teddy Roosevelt putting a copy of his speech in that pocket the day he got shot? <laughs> That's it's better than that. It was a better decision than that. Right. Better, better decision than Thomas Jefferson saying, you know what? Yeah, let's buy that land. <laughs> the stuff with Louisiana in the middle of it. Yeah, let's yeah. buy that land. Better decision than Erwin Rommel taking vacation right before the Normandy invasion? <laughs> better decision than that? Uh, probably not, no. Better decision than Pete Carroll deciding to pass when he's got a running back that's averaging six yards to <laughs> carry on the one-yard line? Well, yeah, it's a better decision than that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Better decision than choosing the Valley's own Linda Carter as Wonder Woman? Uh, no, not as good a decision. No, that. see? So it's yeah. not the best decision ever. Yeah. It is a good decision. Yeah. But I don't know if it makes it as best decision ever. ever. <laughs> oh, it's Corona. Coronavirus. Worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. So as as things roll on with coronavirus, we keep you updated. Hopefully keep you chuckling. It's a Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with with jokes. All right. Well, the United States reported more than 169,000 new COVID cases yesterday. And statistically speaking, we may see... 20 million cases by Inauguration Day, which, by the way, if you're marking off on your calendar, is January 20th, right around noon, January 20th, noon East Coast time is when the inauguration will take place. And they're saying maybe 20 million cases in the United States by then. That is icky. You know, one time I wrote down so many double entendres, 
I had to rub one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She knows. So, a third vaccine is possible? Huh. Yeah, we've got the couple already. Now, AstraZeneca is getting closer. They are at about 70% effectiveness with their vaccine. They've got a little ways to go, but you got Moderna, Pfizer, and AstraZeneca now in the game. Um, Sears is having trouble getting out of the gate. Yeah, they're, I would think yeah, so. Yeah. Well, they've had some financial issues. International Harvester is also yeah. slow going right now on their vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. yeah, JetBlue is offering a discounted rate, but it's very unreliable. So an engineering student rides up to his fellow engineering student on a bicycle. And the second guy there says, wow, where'd you get that bicycle? It looks great. And the first guy says, oh, crazy story. A beautiful blonde rode up to me on this bicycle, got off, stripped off all of her clothing and said, take what you want. And his buddy said, ah, good choice. The clothes probably wouldn't have fit. So Qantas Airlines has said, Qantas is a, I believe, an Australian. Yes, it is. uh, An Australian airline has said that in order to fly internationally, passengers will have to be vaccinated. Well, there, there, there are no vaccines yet, so shouldn't that read Qantas Airlines shuts down operations until vaccines have been approved? Domestic flights only. I, I would think so, I guess. Yeah. So they're just flying in Australia. Yeah, I guess so. Do you really need to fly anywhere in Australia? Uh, yeah, it, you do. It's oh, a big country. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Just making sure. Yeah, but uh, can't go anywhere out of there, I guess. I would, I would assume so, sure. So two drunk guys are about to get in a fight. And one of them draws a line in the dirt outside the back of the bar and says, if you cross this line, I will punch you in the face. Wow. That's what's called the punchline. <laughs> and that is your Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with, with jokes. jokes. It's Jesse. It's time for you guys uh, time out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. Alvin is on the phone calling from Phoenix and he is going to play trying to win a $25 gift card from Port of Subs, your neighborhood sandwich shop. Alvin, you'll get a Spanish language phrase and then you got to try and translate it, but we will give you multiple choice in English. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right, Alvin, here comes your Spanish phrase. Cada vez que me siento azul, empiezo a respirar de nuevo. Did you hear that? I sure would like to hear it again. I'll play it for you again. Cada vez que me siento azul, empiezo a respirar de nuevo. All right, Alvin, does that translate into A, don't worry about me, worry about your eyebrows? <laughs> B, relationships are a lot like algebra. Have you ever looked at your ex and wondered why? <laughs> or C, whenever I feel blue, I start breathing again. <laughs> Which one is it? That was it, C. It is C. C. Congratulations. Your Spanish is impeccable and important to know. Yes. Where are you from originally, Alvin? Paris, Kentucky. Kentucky. A lot of Spanish spoken down there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's. I believe it's oh, yeah. the second language of Kentucky. <laughs> Hang on, Alvin. <laughs> Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal.
are doing Mark and Neanderthal's 10,000 for the troops once again. If you've ever wondered, do they, you know, service members who are overseas, do they really get those letters? Do they get, you know, do they actually get to those people? Um, the answer is, yeah, we've had a lot of people tell us, yeah, I was serving last year. I was overseas. I got one. I was, you know, 20 years ago, I got a letter from somebody I didn't know. It was a big thing. You know, this, this Marine tells the story right here. Does it really help? You know, do they really... You know, does it lift them up? And, uh, I mean, it, it does, like crazy. Like, you wouldn't believe especially the cards from the kids. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I want to say thanks. <laughs> That's all. That's a guy who spent time overseas. Him thanking boy. us just seems yeah. awkward. Yeah, it's, you know, thank you. And this is our thank you to service members who were overseas. So if you can help us out again this year like you have in the past, that'd be fantastic. KSLX.com has all the details. You know, we talked a couple of weeks ago. Remember we said there was a woman who, who chipped in about 300-some-odd cards yesterday or last year? Yeah. And she called us to let us know, hey, I'm really sorry. I won't be able to do as many this year. I'm having back surgery, and my mom just went into hospice care. And we're like, hey, you don't yeah. have to do anything. Yeah. You know, you got bigger. You got you got a lot of stuff going on. Don't worry about it. She actually emailed yesterday and said she'd be dropping off some cards this morning on her way to back surgery. Oh, well, on okay. her way to back surgery, which all means right. she probably hasn't eaten. Right. Because yeah. you can't eat the night before the surgery and yeah. all that stuff. What are you doing today, Nancy? Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, she's really this is, woman's name is Ashley. And she's I've got really, a horrible case yeah. of turf toe. I yeah. can't make it to work today. <laughs> she is really putting out for us. And it's 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 very impressive. So thank you. Yeah. Um, we have a bunch of people who help us with it with this. Uh, the Earnhardts, they have helped us since year one with the postage. Uh, Porta Subs. Desert Diamond Casino, West Valley, Law Tigers. They have so many locations around the valley. Go to KSLX.com. And, of course, we couldn't do it without Military Assistance Mission. Yep, they, they basically make the uh, the loose ends. They tie up the loose ends for families while, while somebody is serving away. Sometimes a family here might need something taken care of, and that's where Military Assistance Mission comes in. So you want to check out their website. It's azmam.org. And, again, they know how to make this work. Uh, if they don't do this, we can't do this. And, and if you don't do this, we can't do this. So please do this. Yeah. Please do. KSLX.com. You know, we have uh, Thanksgiving coming up oh, yeah. in two days. Well, we should mention first, though, in like 15 minutes or so, 30-second song challenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we get $100 oh. up for grabs. We'll do that at 730. Yeah, back to 100 bucks on that. But, yeah, two days, 48 hours until Thanksgiving. The phone calls have been coming in already. Yes, we will play Alice's Restaurant. You know what? Why don't you, Paul, why don't you, like, it's it's part of turkey stock this year. So why, okay. why don't you just talk about that? I'm just, I just feel like playing guitar. Okay, then. Oh, interesting song choice. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Uh, Arlo Guthrie has retired. He's not going to play live anymore, although he will join us on Turkey Stock for at least two appearances. Those will be at 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock. So if you're a fan of the Alice's Restaurant song, that's going to happen twice on Thanksgiving Day. Plan accordingly. It's about 25 minutes long each time around. So around 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock. And obviously with COVID and all the things that have been going on in the past year, uh, things are a little different. Alice's Restaurant might be a little different. The, uh, the experience will be different. The menu might be different. And certainly the safety issues are different. So Alice's Restaurant may not be the same this year. What do you mean? Well, you gotta wear a mask and stay six feet apart at Alice's Restaurant. A thorough disinfecting is off the charts. At Alice's Restaurant, we do curbside and delivery. Our servers all wear lots of PPE. 
We'll feed you and help you stay COVID-free at Alice's Restaurant. See, it's a little different this year. A little different. But still, just as enjoyable. 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock on Thanksgiving Day. Taking care of yourself, probably not high on the priority list of the person that's going to be named the Mark Neanderthal dumbass of the day. In fact, the two people yeah. that will be named today. We'll start in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Beautiful. United States it, territory. Beautiful in some places. Uh, 46-year-old Fernando Leon Berdicia. Nice. Went to the Home Depot last Monday night after work, and Fernando wound up uh, grabbing about $1,300 worth of stuff and then took off. Um, problem being is that he didn't pay for any of that, that stuff. That is, uh, that's, I think that's grand larceny is yeah. what that is. It's okay, though. It was uh, easy to track Fernando down since he was still wearing his uniform from work. Did he have a little name tag on it that said Fernando? Um, no. He had a little name tag on it that said Officer Berdicia. Oh, oh, <laughs> Fernando. I mean, it would have been bad enough if he was like, you know, guy from Arby's. Yeah, no, yeah. That means you got to check all the local Arby's, yeah. right? Not only does he have an op- uh, a name that says Officer Berdicia, it also has a badge number. Those are infinitely yeah, trackable. Exactly. Nice job, yeah, Fernando. Fernando's a police officer. I only know one Fernando, and he doesn't have a badge. <laughs> no. Because he uh, doesn't need no stinking badges. No, this Fernando's been suspended while things are investigated. But is it suspended with pay? Because what? who cares at that point? That I don't know. That's yeah, a paid vacation is what that is. And then there's 71-year-old Alan Hatley of Lakeland, Florida. Who Hatley, get in here. We cruised over to the recycling facility last Monday. That was nice of him. Alan had some scrap metal loaded onto the top of his car and pulled up to the facility. But <laughs> Alan was turned away, though, when the recycling plant guy asked Alan for documentation on this uh, scrap metal that he had. What do you mean? Uh, well, Alan didn't have the proper documentation, so he turned around. Now, because Alan was carrying this scrap metal on top of his car, which is pretty small, he was easily spotted and pulled over by police, who had been alerted by the recycling facility because the metal on top of Alan's car was a downed utility pole. Well, he was recycling. <laughs> the utility pole belongs to the city of Lakeland, Florida. You know, even if a utility pole gets knocked over, in a, you know, by a car or a storm or something like that, you can't just take it. You it's, can't? It's municipal property. There's no no instances of finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Here. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure about okay. that. Um, you know, it is it is city property. They're going to put it back up again if they can. Or, you know, I'm sure they have a system for poles that get knocked over. All I'm seeing is, is a, you know, you, you, you're there working your morning at the recycling facility. And a guy comes pulling up with a utility pole on the top right. of his car. And I'm just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no finders keepers. There is a dumbass, though. His name is Alan Hatley, along with Fernando Leon Berdicia. Both Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. I think those were two beautiful stories you just told. Yeah. And they were sponsored by the new Roadrunner Harley-Davidson at 159th Avenue in McDowell in Goodyear. So Thanksgiving coming up two days away. Of course, we got turkey stock starting tomorrow with tons of live music, which will be fun. Alice's Restaurant will be played live at 11 and 4 on Thursday. But we've got uh, Dr. Jessica on. She has a family practice in Chandler. We figured, you know, if you're if you're heading over to a relative's house here in the valley you know listen it's all your decisions we're all grown-ups right so 
Let's at least make things safe if we can. If we can. Now, remember, Dr. Jessica is an actual doctor. She's not yes. just playing on the radio. No. So she would be able to give us proper answers uh, to some of the questions we might have. Because let's face it, we have questions. Yeah, and I believe, uh, Jessica, correct me if I'm wrong, but you are legitimate. You are wearing a white lab coat right now, right? It's at the cleaners, but I have one. So you're saying you have a you have a dirty a dirty white lab coat? We don't want to know what spilled on it. You you didn't say you were the head doctor at your practice. <laughs> All right, so Jessica, so we're talking about like if somebody comes up and asks you, "Hey, I'm going to this like 15 person Thanksgiving thing. What should I do to stay safe?" Give us give us a couple of pointers. Great question. I mean, obviously, the safest way to celebrate Thanksgiving is to celebrate at home with people that you live with. But if families are getting together, especially two, three homes, we would say the safest is, you know, in Arizona, we have the option to do this outdoors if possible and to try to sit at separate tables for groups like you would at a wedding. Um, The CDC also recommends that consider bringing maybe your own food, drinks, plates, dressings, condiment package. Condiments? um, Disposable (laughs) items. I didn't know they were flavored. <laughs> Bring your own mayo. Yeah. All right. So if I show up at your front door, Dr. Jessica, with a with a Swiss Army knife, I'm in? You're in. All right, cool. Yeah, you brought your own utensils. brought my own utensils. I'm ready I, to go. I didn't even think about that yeah, aspect okay. of it, the, the condiments and stuff like that, but I guess it makes sense. Uh, I know well, some people that carry, like, hot sauce and stuff in their pocket for yeah. when they go to restaurants. So, yeah, I guess it could be done. That's true. It's it's trying to limit people in the kitchen, you know, near food prep areas, etc. Um, but obviously, not everywhere, you know, is, is as beautiful as Arizona to have that option to eat out, right? So right. If you're indoors, uh, the CDC recommends to try to keep your home well ventilated, to open the windows. Again, they're still urging maybe guests to still bring their own food to avoid the cross-contamination as well. And, Mm. you know, they're trying to say if you can limit to less than 10 people, that's better. Um, And obviously wearing your mask as much as possible. I think the bigger aspect is to ask yourself if you or someone in your home or someone that you're visiting is a high risk patient, you know, to rethink about doing Thanksgiving in a group form. Um, But, you know, with Arizona, if we can go outside and again, have separate tables in groups that that would be more recommended by the CDC as well. I have a, re- a question. Would it be advantageous in any way, shape, or form to feed people in in shifts? So you feed half the family at the beginning, and while they're napping after <laughs> after the turkey in, intake, you feed the second half of the family. So you're pretty much dealing with it's like it's like you know taking care of half the crops at once. <laughs> well, to avoid cross contamination, you could do that. You just have to use new utensils, new utensils each time you're serving. Yep. Adults that's with sippy cups? Happen. No, that's a great idea. No sippy cups. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> All right. Well, Dr. Jessica, we, we thank you for checking in. We, we appreciate the tips and so forth. And uh, have a wonderful family practice kind of day, will you? <laughs> I will. Thank you, guys. Have a good day and stay All safe right. and healthy. Appreciate your help this morning. Thank, thank you very much. You're welcome. You know, She's a, great. You know what's a good idea is while that first shift of eaters is sleeping, you eat, you pig out, and then you leave. They're left with all the dishes. Wow. Boom. See? Problems solved with Mark and Neanderthal. <laughs> now, uh, on the on the Mark and Neanderthal show here, we don't we're not oblivious to what is going on in the world of politics. We just don't talk a lot about it. Yeah, because you, um, you can't win in that situation. But 
when you see something funny, well, it's just plain funny. And, uh, you know, Paul, I, you, you mentioned this yesterday. I was like, you know, he's right about that. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of funny. The new Secretary of State under incoming President Joe Biden, his name is Antony John Blinken. B-L-I-N-K-E-N. So Antony Blinken. Antony John Blinken. Or if you just use his first initial, A. A. Blinken. <laughs> Secretary of State. A Blinken. You know, he looks fantastic for his age. Yes. He really does. He's got he's got that, that Jake Tapper comb over yeah, going there. Yeah. And the stovepipe hat. I mean, yeah. come on now. Hey, he's, he shaved the mustache and beard, though. <laughs> he's decided that was a little bit out of date. But, yep. I yeah. can just imagine, you know, in junior high, you know, role is being called in the class. Blinken. Blinken. A Blinken. A Blinken. Anyone? Bueller. I'm looking Anyone? for A Blinken. Yeah. That's great. A Blinken, a great a. Blinken. student. Great student. And yeah. now Secretary of State. A go. Blinken. I like it. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey dude shoes here. Hey dude shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.